0: Hi, this is the Seattle Mama Doc Podcast, and I'm Dr. Wendy Sue Swanson. We all work so hard to perfect how we pull off parenthood, and often we may not feel good enough. I'm here to help you face these challenges head on. Today, I am talking about hand washing and soap, which seems totally basic and benign, but there's some really important information and I think highlights something that we all need to know when raising families and raising kids in particular. So just recently, the FDA announced a ban on 19 particular chemicals that have been used historically in antibacterial soap. Typically, and most of it, the bulk, has been used in those liquid soaps that sit at the side of our sinks and say antibacterial kills, you know, 99% of germs. And those chemicals, I think historically, are known to be pesticides effective at killing bugs like bacteria. And I think the promise of what it seems like to have those products is that we're going to have a more hygienic and safer kitchen or bathroom, home or school. And the reality is that back in 2013, the FDA went to the soap manufacturer and said, we've got concerns about these chemicals. In particular, there were a couple, triclosan and um, triclocarbon, where they said, we have concerns not only about the effect on killing good bacteria and changing resistance patterns, but also even hormones and hormone disruptors. So FDA said you know, to these companies, go out, go and get research and data to prove to us that if those ingredients are in the soap, that they decrease the burden of disease, meaning that they prevent bacterial infections in human beings who use that soap. And the trouble is the companies didn't come back. So they didn't either provide the data to the FDA they needed to, or they couldn't confirm with research that antibacterial soaps, were better than regular soap and water. So there you are. You've got a product that's making this false claim, which is kind of saying it's gonna kill all these germs, and the false claim or the halo of that is it's gonna keep you healthier. Um, and then there are concerns about the chemicals. And so the FDA is smart and saying, get them out. So the good news is this, 19 chemicals are being banned, soap manufacturers have already started to make change. So I was actually recently in a bathroom where I saw a soap that was advertising just the use of washing your hands for 20 seconds as being the best way to prevent infections as opposed to advertising back, you know, antibacterial. So one year from now, these will not be on any store shelves in the United States for home, office, or even school use And, you know, the reality is this, the the reason this matters is that we don't want chemicals that might cause us harm, and we don't want to kill off more bacteria than we need to. You know, as you likely really know, there are bacteria outnumbering us in our body. There are more bacterial cells in our body than there are just human cells in our body. Bacteria coat the insides of our sinuses, our noses, they coat our skin all over, and our entire gastrointestinal intestinal tract is full of bacteria. When we're born, for example, even how we're born changes out. So if your baby's born by c C-section versus born by vaginal birth, you have different bacteria even a couple weeks later in your child's you know, gastrointestinal tract. And our skin collects these bacteria throughout our lifetime. It's called the microbiome. That is the host of bacteria that participate in keeping us well, helps us digest our food, helps us fight off other infections and keep other infections at bay. I mean, think about even with women who typically have recurrent vaginal yeast infections sometimes the trigger is that they go on a course of oral antibiotics for a tooth infection or a pneumonia and they get a vaginal yeast infection because they've basically killed off all the good stuff and this other population of a of any kind of host grows up and kind of takes over so at large though we're trying to really be thoughtful about how we use antibiotics and the reason is is that the more antibiotics we use in the agriculture in raising livestock in the clinic in the hospital and in the tonnage, the large tonnage really just in the world around us is changing the bacteria that survive. And ultimately the concern is that if we keep killing off lots and lots of those bacteria that might not cause human harm, the ones that do cause human harm will grow up and flourish and we won't have any drugs to get rid of them. So, you know, 50% of the antibiotics prescribed to people in the healthcare system, that's clinic and hospital, are actually in ineffective or unnecessary. So we're working strategically. How do we not prescribe antibiotics when we don't need them? And we know that 2 million people every year get infected with resistant bacteria. That means they get infected with bacteria that are harder to treat or we have very limited antibiotics or drugs to use. And we know over 20,000 people die every year due to these resistant bacteria. And so the experts are really suggesting we got to be smarter about how do we grow livestock. How do we grow crops and plants around the world? How do we regulate how those are used in the food industry? Because the bulk tonnage of antibiotics is not what you get from the doctor at clinic or hospital. It's really in raising agriculture and the um, meat that we eat. So. The other part of this is how do we get it out of the environment? And that's what the FDA is doing right now. They're saying these chemicals that are used to prevent bacterial infections in these soaps that allow these companies to say they're antibacterial soaps don't do any good for humans. And we think they might cause harm to antibiotics around the world and also maybe even have hormone effects. So that's why you don't ever want to buy anymore those antibacterial soaps. You can still of note use hand gel sanitizers. Those are typically all used and kill bacteria by using alcohol at a 60% concentration or more. So feel free to keep those Purell type, you know, or non-branded hand sanitizers at, you know, where you want to have, you know, convenient in your car or in places where you can use them before your child eats or does something where you want to make sure they've got really clean hands. But we're not recommending any longer to buy these products that have created really a false sense of security and, in fact, may cause harm over time because they've made these claims about bacteria. For more information about this data, about how to be a super smart user of antibiotics and protect your family, and how to avoid chemicals that you don't like, you can check out links on the blog uh, at SeattleMama.com. And just a reminder, this ban really only exists to the soaps. And that's because up to this point there hasn't been data that this antibacterial claim does any good. Some of these 19 pesticides or chemicals that have been banned from soap may exist in other products. Now that may be that there'll be future bans against them or maybe the data has suggested that for example if if you know one of these chemicals is in toothpaste, it's been effective at improving oral health and potentially decreasing the bacterial burden there that causes tooth decay. So Throw out the antibacterial soap. Take trust that soap and water or gel hand sanitizers are your best bet. And um, remember that this is just one good tip because the reality is parenting is a high stakes job, but the good news is you've got this. Thanks for listening. The Seattle Mama Doc Podcast episodes air every single week. I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say, what was helpful, and what you want to learn more about. Reach out to me on Twitter at Seattle Mama Doc, on my Facebook, Seattle Mama Doc, or at Doc.com. Tell me what you want to learn, tell me if you want to join me, and point me to experts you'd love to learn more from.